Welcome to episode 40 of A Politic. We are engaged in a progressive discussion of politics for people who hate politics in 5 to 10 minutes. We try to keep it short and to the point. We encourage people and empower them. We're attempting to promote a transformation of our society for the benefit of everyone in the society. The goal of the podcast is to encourage voter registration and voter participation in a process of reducing the conflict and division of our society. What we're hoping to do is encourage you to get informed about the issues. Society as a whole really needs each and every one of us to vote based on making informed choices. And that means really looking into the issues and not being fooled by all the misinformation available in the media. Some of it is accurate and true. Some of it is not. So we have to very carefully analyze the information that we use to form our opinions and inform our votes. Apolitik pledges to give high quality information that is not biased toward any political party. We're going to look at various topics through the lenses of progressive principles as we are looking at significant days in American history, issues, policies, and programs. We want to examine these topics using real stories and real people. Again, all in relation to our progressive principles. So today, the progressive principle, which is at stake in this whole situation that we're examining today is principle three, increase political engagement within a culture of respectful civil discourse. As we said in the last episodes, we cannot claim to be respectful when we're being dishonest as the Republicans who are backing President Trump have been, in this case, refusing to admit that Joe Biden was elected the president and falsely claiming that the election was stolen. This development was not in my original episode design, but I had to recognize this response by the Republicans because it is a perfect reason for those of you who have not chosen to register and vote to now decide to participate in the process. The extra 6 million voters who voted for Trump in 2020 were more than offset by the 7 million who voted for Biden to win the election. 81.3 million votes to 71. I'm sorry, 74.1 million votes. The fact that there are 7 million more voters who voted for Biden nationally makes the attempt to overturn the election even after the Electoral College results were certified by each of the 50 states a stunning circumstance. We need more voters to be heard in the question of which direction our country should take. Progressive or or regressive? Thank you for joining us and we are looking forward to our discussion. Okay, welcome to Politic. This is episode number 40, and we're going to talk about 
the further developments that happened near the end of the week that saw the attorney generals of 18 states bring a lawsuit before the Supreme Court. And Steve, uh, tell us about that. Well, Bill, um, in terms of uh, the overarching uh, exercise that was uh, attempted uh, this week, um, obviously we just concluded uh, a national election. And um, even though it was a national election for uh, president, they really are uh, under our architecture of uh, self-governance. Uh, 50 individual elections. Uh, each state has their own mechanics by which they choose the electors, which uh, for the office of president, uh, we, uh, we finally elect our national uh, chief executive. And um, for, you know, I would imagine most of the 200 and nearly 50 years of uh, the republic, um, the mechanics of this process has worked fairly well. Well, unfortunately uh, for the country, after the election was over and uh, uh, there were 306 electoral votes for um, uh, Mr. Biden, he only needed 270 uh, and uh, had a popular vote in excess of six or eight. seven million, eight, excuse yeah, me. It was eighty-one million seventy-four million. So it was about seven million votes. Yes, seven million votes. So, it, in terms of, uh, if you went to Las Vegas, the numbers seem to indicate that uh, Mr. Biden not only won the electoral college, uh, but also the popular uh, vote. Um, it appears as if, as uh, we uh, have are having this conversation six weeks after the election, that seventeen. Republican uh, states attorney generals, which happened to be in states that uh, went for Mr. Trump, and 126 Republican House of Representatives uh, members decided that in their wisdom, they needed to go to the Supreme Court so that nine individuals in their view might overturn the mechanics of an election that saw in excess of 160 some million people, um, you know, make their uh, judgment as to who should be the president of the United States going forward. This is really an unprecedented event. Um, what is so astounding about this is that there, most of these states, I'll pick on Texas because the the initiative really started with the Texas uh, uh, legislature and attorney general. Um, they are strong believers in what is known as states' rights. That basically is simply saying that uh, each state in this national election uh, exercise is really sort of sovereign in terms of the mechanics of how each state will then send the final judgment to the national uh, legislature for um, the electoral college to make its judgment, final judgment. And what they were saying is in four states, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and uh, Wisconsin, that from the point of view of the Texas 
attorney general and the 17 other state attorney generals that the U.S. Supreme Court should, in their infinite wisdom, reverse those judgments on the part of those other four states, which went for Mr. Biden. Well, that is really anathema to states' rights, because what you're basically saying is that um, Texas will have veto power, or any of the 50 states could have veto power over any other state's exercise in electing a president of the United States. And this is really unheard of. It's never happened in the history of the country. And um, to a lot of people who are, you know, sort of in the weeds on, on an issue like this, they couldn't believe it. They just could, could not believe that anybody would try to attempt such a, a ridiculous exercise. Well, to make a long story short, the Supreme Court took the request and within a matter of days, if not less, they came back with a very short and sweet answer saying that um, they will not hear this case under any circumstances. And uh, two of the justices said, well, as a matter of uh, legal decorum, we're willing to accept hearing this as we would for any similar case, but we're letting the plaintiffs know going forward beyond accepting the idea of hearing the case, we are not going to in any way give any sanction to your request. So it was really a 9-0 repudiation of this exercise. And um, as we go forward, I think historians will look back on this and say we, we, um, the country dodged a real constitutional bullet here. And so uh, hopefully I kind of explained it as best I could in a thumbnail way. Okay, so basically then that was rejected, as you said, and we will give some references to people who want some more information, but also the uh, commentator and member of the Lincoln Project, Steve Schmidt, had something to say about it. What was that? Well, um, there's been a lot of uh, commentating uh, during this exercise uh, or attempted exercise to uh, overturn the national election. And... um, the person who was interviewing uh, Mr. Schmidt um, was kind of introducing him by saying people have been scratching their head as to what has happened to the National Republican Party. Why would so many national congressional Republicans and 17 Republican state attorneys general want to even attempt this um, in light of the fact that it had never been done uh, in American history. And uh, what had happened, uh, the question was, what's happened to the National Republican Party? And Steve Schmidt, who, as you said, is one of the co-founders of the Lincoln Project, had a very succinct and focused answer to that. He said, and I quote, the Republican Party is now an organized conspiracy for the purposes of maintaining power for self-interest and the self-interest of its donor class. There is no fidelity to the American ideal. And 
you put a period at the end of that sentence, and now you can see in, in a very succinct way that it is all about power, uh, maintaining power, and to heck with um, democratic republics and the exercise of uh, elections. Because in the end, they're going to do what they want to do regardless of the architecture of our way of life. And they're going to protect their interest and the interest of those that politically and financially support their position of um, elected responsibility. And regardless of party, this is not the way the founders saw uh, our democracy or or our republic. So um, I think Mr. Schmidt nailed it in that one. Well, that's... for joining us for episode 40 of A Politic. As you can see, if the United States does not reclaim the necessity of its political parties conceding to the other side when they lose an election or provide strong evidence when they feel that there has been fraud, the American experiment is in big trouble. We badly need all eligible voters to get informed on the issues and then cast their vote. We can't blindly trust the media. And if we do a lot of cross-checking and we find that the information is consistent, reliable, and valid, then we can be assured that we're getting some good information to make our judgments. But you must decide how we in this country will respond to the issues around electoral honesty and being appropriate in our election um, activities. Again, I'm talking to all you people who haven't been voting, that 33 to 40% who just haven't felt like taking the time and trouble to become informed on the issues and then casting your ballot. You are the ones who will control the balance of power in the United States over the next 20 to 50 years. Good luck. Now we're going to move into the electoral madness for the next podcast again. So we will look forward to seeing you at episode 41 when we continue the discussion on the 2020 presidential election. Thanks again for joining us and have a great rest of your day.